All right, all right, let's go. All right, all right, Tim, uh, what are we going to talk about today? Well, you know, Dad, there's that old saying, all ye with little faith. So you and I have always said. If a, I have always said. You've always said. If a team comes off a road trip, like a long road trip, and they're playing their first game at home, bet against them. Yeah. Because, you know, you said the wives are, and they got to take care of the kids, and they got to do it. And you know, I remember Rose saying, this makes, make me, make, makes me look bad. I say... I'm not. I'm not saying you do it, but it it always happens. So we're sitting there, and Boston comes off a successful road trip, five and zero, six and zero, or something like that, and three and three. They were winning three one too. Right, and they play Anna. They're playing the Ducks, who are so. So you go, well, well, we can't take the Ducks over the Bruins, no matter what you'd say, right? And sure enough, Bruins are up what three one. Three one. Bing, 3-2, bing, 3-3, three, three, they win it in overtime. <laughs> and uh, you, you could have got big dough betting on the Ducks. Well, you had to listen to me, Tim. I know, but like you look and you go, nah, that can't happen. And you just <laughs> like, instead of, if you do that, you have a good chance of making some good dough. Uh, yeah, you, you shouldn't. But I want to talk about uh, Tuck and, uh, and Tay Chuck. Yeah. I want to talk about them. I like Tuck. I, I do like him. He's not afraid of anybody. And he starts to fight with Brady Tay Chuck. Now, this is the thing I don't, I've never understood this. Yeah, but like, just to give people who hadn't seen it, Brady was going into the corner, didn't have the puck. And Alex Tuck, he kind of, they had a the thing going the whole game. He yeah. just kind of stuck his hip out and sent him, sent, sent I, I him, like Tuck. I like yeah, Tuck. Yeah, sent him flying. Like, he wasn't expected to hit. And then Brady gets up and drops the gloves, and the other guy drops the gloves, and they have a fight. But shouldn't that have been initially a, an interference? Yeah, yeah but let me tell you what. Yeah. Let me tell you what. What Brady got? He got a five-minute major. He got a you know for fighting, two-minute minor for instigating. Yeah, for instigating. <laughs> instigate five-minute major for fighting. Game misconduct. Got a game misconduct. J.C. Smith got fined ten thousand dollars because he let him. What, what's he supposed to do? And um, a game suspend one game suspension. Right. right, and the reason with that was because uh, he got a, a an, an instigator fight with less than five minutes to go in the game. But so you they, imagine that. Imagine. So they still find the coach, even if it's yeah. in the last five minutes. Well, they got ten thousand dollar fine. Yeah. Wow. So it's a it's a five minute. That that's the rule. If you, if if there's an instigating penalty for fighting with less than five minutes to game, it's two, five game, and one game suspension, and the coach gets nailed for ten grand. And get ten, ten, ten grand. Wow. <laughs> well, that that's to keep them from fighting in that's the a last. Deterrent. Fight. Well, we wouldn't want the people to fight. No. Oh, we you know because the people will enjoy it. Too. Yeah, mention J D Smith said, "I'm not doing anything." <laughs> I remember, uh, honestly, I remember, I don't know what I was doing there, but I remembered um, 
uh, I remember the referee, the head of the referee saying, this crowd is enjoying this game too much. Let's get this crowd out of it. So, Dad, how many times did you get fined? In- well, I got fined, um, I, I, I got fined quite a bit, <laughs> unfortunately. And the team paid for it. And I, except Harry Sinan, he really, really was really sharp. He waited till I got with Colorado, whatever, and he sent a, sent us a bill, seven hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> so what did you get fined for? Uh, Ron Wicks was he was he was over giving a penalty or something. I forget what it was. And I started. I got on the ice and I started to run, run at him, and I started to slide. I couldn't couldn't stop sliding. Bang! I hit him. I didn't mean to hit him, but I, I hit him anyhow. Anyhow, I could find $750, uh, $750 and so Harry. kind of what's the, what's, like, what's the, what was the process? I got a call, and it was from Diane. And when you get a call from her, you know you're in deep trouble. Uh, this, is, uh, this is Diane of uh, Mr. Campbell's office. Uh, please wait for Mr. Campbell. And he makes you, makes you wait. He made you wait about five minutes. And like he, and he says, it's like waiting for the principal. Right? Yeah, holy jeez. And I used to get strapped there too. And boy, I'll tell you, when he gets on, and I, he says, "Clean your actions in uh, in in uh, Pittsburgh." And I, you know, I kind of bullshitted my way, and, and unacceptable. Five seven hundred fifty dollars. Boy, was he mad. Here's a guy who'd been in Nuremberg trials. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was, he was a, a judge in the Nuremberg yeah. trials. Really? Yeah. Campbell, yeah. Yeah, he was in Nuremberg trials. Oh. And then, and then you, you, you met him too, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Well, when I was probably been about 11. And uh, we were, it was at the Boston Gardens. We were sitting there, and he was sitting about five rows behind us. So mom said, you know who that gentleman is? And I go, no. He goes, she goes, well, that's... That's the president of the National Hockey League, Clarence Campbell, and he's he runs the National Hockey League. And I go, oh yeah, he goes, and here he's the one that finds. How old your, were you? How old were you? About eleven. And um, so she goes, go up and say hello. So I know I don't want to go up and say it. Go up and say hello. Go up and make hello. So I, all right. So I went up. And I said hello, Mr. Campbell. My name's Tim Cherry, and my, my father's the coach of the Bruins. And he goes, oh hello, and was kind of okay, brusque, brusque. And I said, uh, my mom wants to know if you got his uh, got his check. <laughs> and he started to laugh. <laughs> and he goes, "Yes, tell your mother I got his I got your father's payment." <laughs> That's pretty good, Tim. After he left, it was John Ziegler, right? Was John Ziegler, Ziegler, yeah. And I remember you showed mom a, a letter after I guess it was the the first or the second time you met Montreal in the finals, and he goes. Don, I want to congratulate you and the Bruins for an. Ex- I was coached the year that year. Yeah, an exciting, you know, Stanley Cup Finals that the NHL and their fans can be proud of, and it's with uh, it goes. But uh, I have to find you a thousand dollars for you and Scotty's antics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, you we, and Scotty were always getting fun. I remember at the airport, you know how they say, and the reason the reason that you're coming to Canada, I said that beat the. I can't really say what I said to to beat the Montreal Canadiens. Boy, that guy gave me a hard time. I remember him grabbing the and Search there's a bag. paper on the floor, and it was a picture. You know, people have been walking on it and everything. It was a picture of uh, of uh, Greg Shepard and his kids. So I thought I'd I'd keep. Is that's my paper? And I grabbed a whole bunch of change, threw it out. Jeez, wonder we didn't get in jail. Well, I think the one of the funny stories too is. Uh, 
I think it was after that, Harry Sinding gave you a heck. The GM says, you know, we're the Boston Bruins, Don. You must have some decorum. Oh, yeah. You must have some decorum. We're, we're original 16. We're, you know, you can't yeah, act I, like that. Then what happened? And then, and then so I said, oh, I suppose you're right. So I, I had to go up after a 3-2 game. We lost 3-2. I come down, and there's two policemen got Harry. Harry was kicking in the referee's door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Harry was... Uh, he would, him and I were good friends ever at the start. We were our enemies at the end. So, Cindy and Dad, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Spreads.ca. They're a Canadian-owned... Uh, can- you don't mind if I jump in here in a little bit. If that Quintal had been, had, had been doing our, he wouldn't have gotten in all that trouble. Yeah. Yeah, Shane Pinto, he got in, he got forty one game suspension for forty one games. Suspension. They wanted to do the whole the whole year. The whole year they were gonna give him, but uh But he never bet on uh on I uh, he never bet on NHL games. Yeah. So I try to find out kind of what happened there and the the NHL's keeping a close to vest, but you read stuff on papers and so what it sounded like was he's in Ottawa. He wanted he wanted to play on a app that was based in New York and wouldn't take Canadian people. So he got a third party to open up the account for him, and the third party did some betting. And I guess what the NHL did, if you're a partner with the NHL to bet that if an NHL player, like, puts a, uh, you know, opens up an account that they tell the NHL, and yeah. they flag it, so Ooh. yeah. So if you would have used the Canadian, you wouldn't have had any problem. Well, do so, do your commercial. Yeah. So he goes, it's a you know, spreads is a Canadian-owned online casino and sports book. And if you sign up now and use the promo grapes, they'll spot your first they'll spot your first bet twenty five bucks. Get ten spins on the big wheel for some big dough, and they'll match you to first deposit uh, up to two hundred and fifty dollars. So that was uh, yeah, that was. Well, as they say, the Players Association stepped in and said, no, 41 games instead of the whole... Should have been better on it, yeah. better on it w- with us. Right. So, Dad, Connor McDavid is injured. Yeah, and, and Brady's uh, going to play. He's going to play tonight on the on the uh, Heritage game. But uh, tell us the story of when you, second year in Boston. You know the first year in Boston, Bobby played all 80 games? Yeah. Hard to Man. believe, eh? You guy that injured played the whole game. That was the only time he ever played the the played, whole played game. Led the, led the league in scoring. But the next year, not so imagine, much. Imagine, imagine, imagine a defenseman leading the league in scoring. What he what he be getting today? And Anyhow, he had over hundred minutes and penalties. And he had hundred minutes. Depending how many fights he have. I don't know. Not, I, he had a couple, but he didn't fight too much with you. No, he didn't fight. Well, I wouldn't let him fight. You wouldn't let him fight. Well, he had. He had. You said that to Brad Park. You I, went up and yelled at Park and said, "I, I, I, I." Park actually led the New York Rangers in in fights. Is that? I mean, that's hard to believe. Their star um, fought more than anybody. <laughs> so that, I, I said, and every and everybody was antagonizing him, and he dropped the gloves right away. And I said, "I forbid you to fight." And he didn't want to fight. I could tell, you know, he didn't want to fight, but he would. And 
He said, well, what about, and I said, don't, don't worry. Yeah, because you said, well, what if somebody spears me? And you said, we got guys to take care of that. <laughs> We've got guys. We, we, that's why you had so many guys that could play like like Brad Park and John Rattel. They John, could go freewheeling out there because they everyone knew, leave them alone because yeah. you had guys to back it up. Uh, well, especially Rattel. Uh, you Rattel, touch Rattel. Yeah. Uh, I won't get into that one. So just getting back, Dad, uh, Connor McDavid, he's, he'll be playing tonight. He was injured. But tell about the time you found out Bobby was injured your second year. I'll never forget this. I We were at the airport, and uh, I'll never forget this. I was with Vadney. And you're going, you're going to Chicago, right? We're going to Chicago, yeah. We're going to, yeah, it's funny. We're going to Chicago, of all places. So we're going to Chicago, and, I, and Vad and I are getting on the plane. We were the last guys getting on the plane, as usual. And here comes Bobby out, and he says, my knee locked on me. By the time I got to Chicago, uh, the guy had, had operated on him already. I said, what, Bobby, what is that guy called? Uh, does he have a scalpel in the back pocket? But uh, I couldn't believe that. He had the operation already. And all it was, it was locked. It was a piece of uh, bone had got in and his knee. If, you know, if he had worked it out, he could have worked. Anyhow. There went the Stanley Cup. There goes the, we went, and with Brad and Park and Bobby Orr on the defense, we won nine out of 10. I, I, we, 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 we might have never lost a game. And the first game was, the first game was, uh, was in Vancouver, and uh, we lost that one 5-3. I'll never forget that one. But after that, we just a bing, bing. So when Bobby and Brad were, Bobby Orr and Brad Park were on, you had them on the course, power play together. Like who played what side? Uh, Brad played the left side, and he used to he used to put it over to Bobby, just 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 feathered across there like that, bang! And Caesar Diego had 63, 63 shots on him, and he says it's like having two cannons back there, and it, it was good. Well, anyhow, we got in. But you know, but what happened was you guys went on a pretty big run after that. Yeah, yeah. Well, what? what what did we win? 14-3-3. and three. I don't understand that. I don't... Well, you said sometimes that teams rely too much on their superstar. Well, we sure did on Bobby Orr, I'll tell you that. Yeah, but he delivered, though. He led the league <laughs> in scoring, so... He led the league in scoring, so he must have been doing something right. I remember, Dad, your big game plan was to the players, when Bobby has the puck, just stay on side. That was the game plan for your coaching. <laughs> and you know. he thought that was funny. <laughs> but but it was I, I actually meant it. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Because he used to do oh, that. Oh, if a player went offside when he was on a roll with yeah. the puck, uh-oh. You really <laughs> felt sorry for the player coming back to the bench because you could tell you were waiting he, for them. He would just he make that little move at center ice and bang, he'd be gone. So, Dad, didn't you play with a guy in Rochester that if you, he didn't give him the puck? If he was going on stride and you didn't give him the puck, if in center Iceman, if you didn't give him the puck, he'd go offside on purpose. He'd go right back to the bench. Who, who was that? Jim Pappen. <laughs> I never, never, never forgot that. And, and boy, was he mad. So if you he didn't t- give he him just the puck. offside if you didn't give he'd him go, the puck. He'd go offside on purpose. And everyone knew it. And everybody, everybody knew it, and he'd go right back to the bench and sit down, and, and nobody would say a word to him because he wanted the puck and on stride. <laughs> Anyhow. Cindy and Dad, we have a new sponsor. It's Vintage Tendy Magazine. That's Vintage Tendy, all one word, magazine. And I've got a story in there. 
Let me tell you something. These are the best pictures I've ever seen of a goaltender. I don't know where he gets the pictures, but he sure gets them. Well, it's a magazine, and it's for goalies by goalies, and that's why they call it Tendy, like you're Tendy. So it's Vintage Tendy Magazine. And, Cindy, you've worked with a lot of different magazines oh. and stuff like that, and it is absolutely— I'm a magazine person. Right. I'm still the old school. And I, I'll tell it's the glossy pictures— and the paper is heavy, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like it's, it's real nice. quality stuff. And I, I just go, how how can they do these pictures? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like even I legally where, too. I don't know where he gets them. Uh, they are just the colors are. Uh, I don't know. The heft of the magazine is really impressive. Right, high gloss finish. And I'm I'm a guy that like I mean, one one of my jobs is like looking for footage and, and photos. And they got photos I've never seen. That one photo, they had a cover a couple of months ago of Eddie Johnson. Eddie and, Johnson, yeah. And it looked like it was a high-definition picture. Yeah. I mean, if you got a man cave and you, you know, like you yeah. watch hockey, you know, you'd want this magazine. And I, if you have that magazine, you have your buddies over. They'll spend all the whole game looking yeah, through that, looking magazine, at it, yeah. that magazine. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. So they have four issues a year. This new issue is a Clint Malarchuk story, a picture of Clint Malarchuk yeah. and lots of other... Uh, you can visit TrendyMagazine.com. That's V-I-N-T-A-G-E-T-E-N-D-Y Magazine.com to get a subscription or visit them on their Facebook site, Vintage Tendy Magazine. And as they say, you'll never have a magazine in your house that no, has better quality than that. Clear as that. Hey, Dad, I saw a great article the other day on uh, Kowloon's, our favorite restaurant in Boston. Oh, I, listen... It was five minutes away from the house. I was there all the time. Oh, geez, what was your favorite food? My favorite food was the lobster sauce. Okay, which oh. the lobster sauce, which <laughs> had no yours? lobster in it, and it was pork. But anyway, what was yours, Tim? Oh, I like the ribs. They had their ribs there at Kowloon. Yeah, I like the ribs too. They had to get their poo-poo platter at the beginning. You know, I'll tell you about the. I'll tell you one story about it. As we stopped on the way home. And uh, it was unbelievable. We picked up a whole bunch of ribs, and and I when I was through with the we were through with the ribs, we just stuck them in the canary, in the canary. Well, who were you with? Oh yeah, we were with Milbury, O'Reilly, and I forget the other Schmatzi probably out that way. Anyhow, and when and we we're through with the ribs, we just stick them in the in the birdcage. We got up in the morning, and he'd eating all the he'd all the food. You had the only carnivorous canary out there. <laughs> yeah. So Kowloon's kind of became the unofficial headquarters and party place of the Boston Bruins right to this day. I right think, to this day, they you, still go. I think they people would go there, but I think it was, you know, you and uh, what, 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 started what, uh, it. And now uh, now it's kind of like the official place where the players Well, that's go. right. Well, we lived in Saugus, right? Because it's in Saugus, and yeah. we lived in Saugus for two years. I, so. I was in a house that, that, that just single guys... So I mean, it was it was quite the place, and I remember we used to have a wrap up party there all the time. All the time, and and when we had the, we had the uh, Colorado when we walked into Boston and beat Boston, we were on a, we were on a roll then too. Yeah, well, you had the good goalie uh, McKenzie Billy, and then Billy, John, Billy McKenzie. McKenzie. Then John Wensink fell on him and wrecked his knee, and that yeah, was it. And that was so it. did you take the rock the hockey team to Kowloon's when yep. you went in? Yep. Yeah, yep. you took the whole team in there. Took the whole team there, and the and and, and the owner picked it up and. The whole really? Day. Yeah. Is that right? Eh? Yeah. You remember the time you actually thought that because you were always sick after the seat, after the playoffs and all that with your cold and everything, that you thought that mom and I weren't going to go to the wrap-up party because you had a cold? Yeah. I thought <laughs> I was really surprised that you people were going to go. Yeah. 
And yeah. they said, what, what, we're going to stay home from the party? Exactly. I go, I don't think so. And you remember what happened to the car? Oh, so I'm driving. You had that Seville, that white Seville. I loved it. And I'm halfway there, and it gave out. And I don't know, I steered it to the inside meridian. And in those days, this is the 70s, there's no, there's no cell phone. And you remember they used to have those filthy phones on the inside, uh, you know, they for outside. Yeah. So I picked it up, and I called Calhoun's. <laughs> And I said, "You you phone from the oh yeah yeah." I phoned yeah. from one of those. He said those emergency emergency phones. phones. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. pick an operator. I said, "Can I have Calhouns in August?" And so the guy picked it up. They, they answered, and I said, uh, "Could this is Cindy Cherry, and the Boston Bruins are having their wrap up party." And I said, "Can you get Mike Milberry on the line and go get him?" And so I said, "Mike, we're stranded on the side of the road." So Terry came picked us up. Now, you can imagine how dangerous that would probably be, Tim. Eh? Yeah, like people who don't know Route 1. Route it's, 1. It's like, it's like if you're in Toronto, it's like the QEW Gardener type And the, of thing. the meridian, the, the soft, the shoulder yeah. was like barely as wide as Anyhow, car my fit. car, my beautiful 1976 Seville was parked on the side of the road and just said, I said, my car is still there. Well, because we, we, you know, Mike drove us home because he lived right down, right down from us. You get up and there's no car in the driveway and you're probably thinking, gee, Cindy must have had a lot of Mai Tais. That was my yeah. favorite. And you said, where's my car? <laughs> you guys, well, we left it there. Boy, were you upset. And there'll be nothing left of it by the time they go down there. And you know, there wasn't one thing missing. No, you got this tow truck and brought it home, but... Uh, I remember the first year we were there, you the guys decided to have the Christmas party at Kowloon's, and the tradition was gag gifts, Yeah, and it didn't go over very well, No, did it, it didn't. And I said, no more gag gifts, and and we had parties after the game. But just no gifts or anything. No like. gifts well, or anything. Tell us, Tim, some of the gifts. Yeah. Well, well the one gift was uh, Terry O'Reilly. He wasn't a very good skater, so they gave him double runners and then a blade, like a hockey pants with blades on it. Yeah. He, he got mad. Yeah, and he was mad. Uh, and I don't forget some of the other ones. Well, yeah. Betty Cheevers, they, she had like a club thumbs, and they gave her like big gloves with thumbs on them, and she got upset. Anyhow. And then. We, well, then remember what they gave you. Yeah, I got a dog. I got a Yorkie, and uh, and I brought it home, and Blue was not too happy. Yeah, they when, called him Mr. Wensing because you were always talking about John. I was always talking about John, and all all the time, Wensing was here. and Yeah, so what'd you do with the dog? Like, that's kind of a mean gift. Like, the one thing you do, well, don't Well, it was a Yorkie some- puppy, actually. It was a little puppy with a Boston Bruin knitted sweater. It was just gorgeous, cute little thing. Well, I, I, I did not want it, and, and, and I... Blue wasn't happy. Do you remember who you gave it to? Yeah, and I remember I gave it to... Uh, who, who, did I, who, who did I give Kenny it to? Kenny Hodge's family. Oh, Kenny Hodge, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't too happy. So, Sydney, there was one gift, though. Well, once you get the wives involved, then you knew that... Uh, and they were upset. You knew that this uh, whole scenario was going to go down. But anyway... There was a, a couple that was associated with the team, and they were on the heavy side. And they were given as a gift a portrait or a poster of two heavy set people that were naked walking hand in hand down the beach. Well, it was sort of embarrassing. And the wife really got upset and started to cry and the whole deal. And the wives didn't, they didn't think it was that funny. And of course, the players just thought this was hilarious, right? Players, players think that. Yes, it's funny. Yeah, it's a dead. The hockey players have a mean sense of humor. That's right. Well, and the wives go, mm, not so funny. So you, mom probably gave you the look and you knew that uh, these guys. Everybody gag- left mad. Yeah. Everybody, 
was supposed to be a party and everybody left mad. Yeah, they were all, everyone was upset, you know, yeah. and mom was upset about the dog and you got uh, grief from me about giving away the puppy. <laughs> yeah, whole deal. It was the whole thing, the whole thing was, uh, I said, from now on, no more gag gifts. We can have a party, but we'll have no more gag gifts. <laughs>